blastoff. X minus five, four, three, two, X minus one, fire. From the far horizons of the unknown come tales of new dimensions in time and space. These are stories of a future, adventures in which you'll live in a million could be years on a thousand maybe worlds. The National Broadcasting Company, in cooperation with Galaxy Science Fiction Magazine, presents. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, Elliot Roger here. Check it out. There's me. It's truly a beautiful day. Elliot Roger here. Elliot Roger here. Elliot Roger here. Enjoying a nice vanilla latte. Oh yeah, that's nice. Makes me feel all pumped up. such a magnificent guy. I'm sophisticated, I'm civilized, I dress nice, I'm beautiful. You can't deny that. I'm polite, intelligent, the supreme gentleman, sophisticated. I'm the perfect guy. I have a sense of style. I'm so magnificent. You should be attracted to guys like me. The true alpha male. The ultimate gentleman. I put a lot of effort into dressing nice. These, these sunglasses here were $300. Giorgio Armani. I'll put them on. Look at how fabulous I look. Nice car, a BMW, nicer than 90% of the people in my college. Um, you know, see? Hold on. See? I just can't help but think how wrong that is. It's an injustice, a crime. It's not fair. It's such an injustice. That's just such an injustice. It's not fair. It's an injustice. Such an injustice. It's not fair. Unbelievable.
ever been pumping gas out in public, some ethnic homeless person come running up to you, babbling, making all kinds of gibberish noises? It's the worst thing that ever happened, ain't it? But have you ever watched that shit happening to somebody else? It is the best. Spirit God Man and Czechoslovakian Chad, they go around the internet curating the best of all of these little transient freakouts. Hobo humdingers, the miscreant meltdowns, the crazy people. And they curate all of this and bring it to you, the people, in a wonderful public library that can be accessed by all. See, a wise man whose name for some reason isn't remembered once said that comedy is tragedy plus time. The tragedy is the fall of Western civilization. The time is 9 p.m. Eastern, I think. 9 p.m. Eastern? I don't know, it's 8 Central. On Saturdays, on the YouTubes. Go subscribe to the library, you'll get to watch it. And you can, you can cry about it, but why cry about it when you can laugh about it, huh? Lovecraft was a bounding racist, the sort of person it's hard to believe exists outside of Daily Stormer message boards. In 1912, for example, age 22, he'd written a poem referring to black people as beasts and semi-human figures. He was also a raging anti-Semite. He once wrote of New York City, The population is a mongrel herd with repulsive mongoloid Jews in the visible majority, and the coarse faces and bad manners eventually come to wear on one so unbearably that one feels like punching every goddamn bastard in sight. I like elephants and God likes elephants. Here's a, uh, a realistic elephant. It's done with interpolation with vectors. It, sometimes it works. It's kind of uh, limited. Anyway, uh, so if you don't want to go for realism, you can go for better than realism. What do you mean better than realism? How about an elephant with blue eyes? Mormon Jesus. 
Jesus. Mormon Jesus. Long, long, Mormon Jesus. Long ago, a spirit child on one of these planets was conceived through an unidentified God that is on this planet. Elohim, Elohim Hello was conceived. This spirit child was later born with human parents. Near a mysterious star called Mormon Jesus. Mormons believe in Mormon Jesus. Through obedience to Mormon Jesus, he was elevated to Godhood as Mormon Jesus. Mormon teaching and death and Mormon resurrection in this sense. All by the God of Mormonism and his wife produced billions of sons built for the devil and a billion tons of children. Three sons for the Mormon being of a great heavenly being. Meaning to desire destiny and to have sex with Elohim's eldest son, Lucifer, his brother, Mormon Jesus. Elohim's on Mormon Jesus approved the proposal of the Mormon Jesus. Savior of the planet Earth would be Mormon Jesus. Early Mormon prophets taught that Elohim, one of his wives, came to Adam starting by again to have sex with a virgin in order to provide Mormon Jesus with the Indians. Mary Martha and Mary Magdalene. Of these wives, at least three wives, produced at least billions of Israelites. The Jesus of Mormonism, Mormon Jesus. Mormon Jesus. Joseph Smith.
Saturdays for the boys. You can watch movies with the tribe on depleted uranium driving theatre Saturday afternoons at 3pm Central Standard Time, 4pm Eastern Standard Time, only on Twitch TV. Mose it on down to the Atomic Shaman Trading Post. We have t-shirts, decals, refrigerator magnets and other swag for sale. What better way to show your support for the show? Our merch can only be found on t.hub forward slash lick forward slash Atomic Shaman Trading Post. Like, share and subscribe to the show. Leave a comment to help with the algorithm and be sure to ring the notification bell. Follow us on Twitter on Atomic Shannon Sweat Lodge at Motel and Arby Park. On YouTube you can view our text to speech stories and live shows youtube.com forward slash c forward slash Atomic Shannon Sweat Lodge. And we're live. Oh, what's up? Yeah, so we, we don't have Van with us here today. We think he's being held hostage somewhere in Chicago. So on with the Probably show. The well, I don't know if he's broken up another knife fight since last time we had a show. But hey, Wendigo, you got that poll data for us? Oh. Yep, I do. Let me get to it real quick. Should we do a poll real quick and see what the audience? No, we don't happen. need. We don't need any more polls. Thank you. Uh, has social media put out advertisements you were thinking about? And this is a four-way split. So twenty-five percent said yes, it kind of freaked me out. Twenty-five percent said no, it hasn't happened to me. And twenty-five percent said I am not on social media. Twenty-five percent said my app blocks it effects. With, and now wait. that I know that like a, a lot of like our audience isn't actually from America, I like, kind of believe that they wouldn't really be on social media. Was the question was the question <laughs> that they've received ads for things they've talked about or things they've thought about? Well, it says it says oh. thought about. It yeah, says thought, thought about. about. Talk yeah. about yeah, talking about if you're around totally a cell phone, it's, yeah, I could see that like recording because that's the one that freaks me out, right? Like I yeah, this no, point, they're always at this listening. point I'm not I, like at this point I'm not freaked out like by the idea yeah. that like i get ads for things that i've been talking to people about well, you, but what freaks me out is when out. i'm like how did you fucking know i've been thinking about that <laughs> you, probably, you probably have like an algorithm from all the shit you talk about that they fucking record that like yeah. you know gives them a good idea what you're into and but then, it's still just like bro fuck you you shouldn't be listening to me at all I think that also has to do with the Some RFID it's like really fucking specific right it'll be like you know, it, it, it's it's like I can't think of specific instances, but it's it's there's been a couple times where it's like, oh man, like my my drain's plugged up, like mm. I need to go pick up some Drano, and I'd see like an ad for Drano. It's yeah. like, how the fuck did you know? I didn't tell a goddamn yeah. soul. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, but if you but buy like, something uh, and you got that chip in your card, then you might see advertisements for something you bought like earlier. Than yeah, but if you it's like, but if you haven't bought it yet, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, I wonder if they get get to a point where they can push the subliminal commercials in your dreams. Oh, yeah, they, they can gig oh, estimate. That's this the shit. dream. Guess, <laughs> no pun intended. Five G, baby. Five G. They literally guesstimate when you need products again. Like they'll literally do that. Like they'll they'll like every X amount of time. You know what I mean? They uh, 
All I know is I just started getting Spanish ads and I don't speak Spanish. I don't know what that's about. And I always get advertised oh. a shit ton of crap after well, I buy I, I listen to reggaeton and like, I'm not going to lie, man. I purposely like, I listen to reggaeton even more now just so I get ads in Spanish because they're like, they're, <laughs> Better. Like, they're like a lot less, they're a lot less fey in nature. Like they, they, they push the dildo a lot less hard in the Spanish ads. You got like the hyper masculine so male voices. Yeah, I'm like, just like, oh yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, dude, like, I fucking, I love the machismo oh, shit. I'm like, oh, it, like, it almost makes me wish I was a fucking uh, part mestizo or some shit, just so I could, like, oh, yes, it's machismo time, you know? But, alas, I am, I am the whitest person here, probably. Uh, <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> Next poll. Have you met mm -hmm. someone that could speak to God? 29% said, yes, I have. 43% said, no, I haven't. Hey, twenty nine percent said, "I wish he would speak to me." Mm. You, know, you download Temple OS. That, 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 get your chance. I've, that, I've met that's a couple reference personality disorder people that said they could, but they clearly couldn't. Yeah, that, that, that's what Klaus was referencing the Temple OS. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that was in the clip earlier. That's why I did that. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, no. Uh, I think it's weird. 20, 29% said yes. Like, I wonder, I don't know, a lot of schizophrenics I've met, though, actually, because, like, they just, they used to just let them wander around my, my uh, town, right? Or my city. So, like, they used to talk about, like, talking to God or Jesus. So, like, I guess it's just a common, like, I feel like it is a common enough schizo thing, you know? Well, I think I in youth group, really I've heard that. a few people say that God talks to them, and I'm like, wait, he doesn't talk to me. Like, well, what are you doing different? You know, <laughs> God always, speaks to me uh, in the silence. <laughs> yeah Thank god always communicating with all these schizo people how can they never hear like how can they never hear the voice of like the michelin tire man or anything <laughs> yeah. or the lucky charms guy you know how can those guys yeah, the voice of the voice of a uh, fucking moloch you know it's you know I don't know. Maybe God's protecting them yo homie the I was demons. walking through the store the other day captain crunch was telling me Okay, I have heard them say some crazy shit like that too. To be fair, probably about just as much as I've heard them say they talk to God. But Count awesome. Chocula, they was arguing. Okay, so the one schizo, I can't. I remember this. It was like kind of. It was it was scary as shit. I was like middle school, and he just like mumbling around, yelling about how like, yeah, like yelling about how he fucked Jesus, bro. He's just yelling about That's it. I'm like, dude, like, like physically? I'm like, dude, like some of these. Not how that works. I was like, dude, some of the people around here, like some of these dumb, ignorant ass guys who don't realize you're schizo, are gonna kick the fucking shit out of him. Yeah. And he's just wandering around saying this shit. Like, they really can't let this guy like out like this. But you know, it is what it is. Um, here, there's another poll here. Have you met a deity in your dreams? Thirty percent yes, thirty percent no, twenty percent it wasn't what I expected, and twenty percent I wasn't even devoted to them. So, yeah, that's interesting. That's like me with the St. Francis thing. Like the St. Francis thing I was talking about, where I they saw that painting from like all the way across the fucking museum. I just kind of felt drawn to it, and I knew it was St. Francis without looking. Well, I've, I've, like, I've had yeah. dreams of two different deities, so but I'm not going to go into too much detail. About is that it. how you got your stigmata? No, I didn't get yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and ever yeah, since then, I've been bleeding, bleeding profusely from my palms. Yeah. I've ever yeah, seen a movie about I that, and I'm thinking, how is this a fucking blessing? It looks like a curse. It doesn't look fun at all. 
That it, well, Catholic like, stuff, man. They enjoy well, suffering. Saying, it's okay, really hey, weird, hey, man. Hey, I grew up Catholic. Yeah. It's like Job. Job's considered blessed, and look what he had to fucking go through. Yeah, yeah. God did actually bless Job after that. Like, as the atheists don't talk about, is Job got twice as much of everything once he's been done with his experience. But, um, <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> after, after, he, after he got done, got fucked in the ass. Yeah, Andrew got fucking me dirt real hard. Yeah. I think that works in Hollywood cons- the same way. You could consider uh, us blessed. Ah, they gave the him a seven-picture deal. I, yeah, I was gonna say like I don't know. I think I think we are blessed. I would I would love to hear about these people's dreams though. If any of the, like anyone who votes on these in the Discord or like able to contact Klaus at all via yeah I mean we have an email address for them to do that. But yeah, we we had, yeah, you should totally dream tell interpreter. Us but we haven't had any fan mail in a while. Yeah, you should you should totally you should totally send those sort of stories in because those are genuinely interesting. And like even if they're weird as fuck, like I'm not we might we might we might bust your balls. We're not gonna like make fun of you, make fun of you. It's like, yeah, I it mean genuinely. I mean last time there was a surprisingly <laughs> amount of uh, people with near death experiences. It's like, dude, you guys need to come forward and get on the show because we want to hear about it. Yeah, but a, a dreams yeah. episode actually would be like a fucking fascinating topic for you to cover. Like, from yeah, we can get fucking... enough of them. Yeah, yeah, no, because like a, a lot of that shit, the dream interpretation shit, like a lot of it's fucking gay. But there is something <laughs> to be said about you know you, I think what, uh, what your brain's pulling out of the fucking ether like oh yeah. while you're sleeping. Yeah, what what I want to say is I think there's a lot of like esoteric shit that like starts with a grain of truth, right? And then mm-hmm. it gets expanded upon with just like just dumb dumb ideas and like a lot of personal interpretation. When in reality, yeah. like, but there, I still think there's a grain of truth there that's worth like you know acknowledging and exploring. But it's hard to do so, you know, with a lot of these things. You know, you, you can't really like pin them down. Dude, I was dreaming about work last week, and I was pissed off. I couldn't claim overtime for it. So, you know, that's my time. I shouldn't be able yeah, to see yeah. that in my sleep. Oh, it's like driving, bro. You should get paid yeah. to drive to work. You should get paid to drive to work, bro. If you like, if you live like an hour away or whatever, yeah, you should totally get paid to drive to work. To be honest, but it is what it is. Oh boy, you asked one of these questions again. I fucking, oh boy, it's reptilian time, boys. <laughs> Has Earth been conquered by aliens? 17% said yes, the reptilians rule us. 17% said no, the hollow Earth is free. Uh, 17% said it's just on a flat Earth, just us on a flat Earth. 25% said the Anunnaki own us. 25% said we are on a prison planet. I love that one. I love that last one where it's like humans are just like the galaxy's version of orcs from fucking 40k. We just get locked out of prison. Yeah, we're world. really good at war. They don't want mm. us leaving the planet. They gotta keep us here. Yeah, they don't want us leaving the planet because, like, like it's like me, dude. If I were, if I were some fucking like, if I was like the ruler of Earth and I was expanding outwards, oh my god, it, it would be genocide for every other alien race. I'll tell you that right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. No. See, no, I think it's the other way around. 40K. I think it's the other way around. I think I, I the, like we're getting into some esoteric shit. Like, I don't believe mm-hmm. in like a like capital g god right but Mm -hmm. whatever creator let's say put us here or you know i think we're we're meant to stay here because everything outside of here is a terrifying chaos monster (laughs) and this is the one safe place in the goddamn universe 
No, bro, you gotta go full. But you have to go full Emperor Forty K time, bro. You have you have to kill it. You have to kill the uh kill the evil the uh devouring gods that lurk in the void, bro. Yeah, but you, see, you, that's you why the agents of chaos want to fucking you know bring yeah, us down so, like, so that we don't. And that's why the, they the emperor Hollywood. doesn't fucking rise up and humanity conquers the yeah, fucking stars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a long time out before the unification wars will happen. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. I'm sad, man. I feel like when you're born too early to fight in the Unification Wars, like, fucking oof. What a disappointment. Uh, anyway, let's move on here. Was there a murder where near where you grew up? 50% uh, said yes, and yes. we still talk about it. 50% said no. It is safe where I live. Yeah, I, I live near... I grew up near the fucking... Uh, what's it called? The... Uh, his name like uh the, the poughkeepsie tapes guy whatever the fuck that serial killer i guess i actually had a uh, my friend's sister yeah oh god raped and murdered in the woods that's oh. fucking terrible i didn't have a killer oh. where i grew up but my cousin had a axe murder like in his trailer park and like that was like the talk of the town in that area for years you know because no one moved back i mean that's trailer. like base trailer park Oh yeah, there was like police tape around there for quite a while. Yeah, I I love the trailer park I lived in in fucking Virginia, man. No noise ordinance. Fucking like fifty fucking fifty minutes away from the nearest police station. It's like yeah, bro. <laughs> this is basically ungovernable. But uh, anyway, let's see what how many more pulls. We have more pulls than I thought. Actually, I'm not gonna got lie. Darker uh, than I thought it would. No. Yeah. Yeah, it is well, we're about is. to talk about Jack the Ripper, so I mean, well, it is spooky season, so you better be. Well, it, so it's going to go from very dark to very circumcised. You got it. Okay. Uh, anyway, <laughs> would quitting technology make you insane? Twenty-five percent yes, I can't live without it. Twenty-five percent said no, I find its removal peaceful. Twenty-five percent said I'm afraid to find out. Twenty-five percent said BRB heading off to the woods. Yeah, the yeah. issue is, is like. Technology's kind of turned a lot of us into like useless ADHD mongoloids. So like our actual ability to survive without technology is like not as good as we Jesus think Christ it is. Like, Campisi. you should like you should always underestimate your ability to like survive without technology. To be honest, because you're never actually as good as good at it as you think. I know that from personal experience. It just it is. Oh, have you ever done any actual hardcore camping? Then the real question I feel like is, how comfortable are you with that technology? Not can yeah, you survive? Yeah, because I was gonna say like at a certain point, yeah, it, it does turn into like yeah. There's definitely a difference. Like being comfortable, yes. For me, I find that easy, right? But like in terms of like like you know, what I mean, you're gonna run out of food eventually. <laughs> Yo, what's up, like, Eric's pea-soaked ball hairs? <laughs> but it only takes a couple dudes to keep everything under wraps if you're going like all wild, and then oh yeah, and then the question is, what the hell are you doing the rest of the day? Yeah, you're you're doing Sasquatch shit. That's what you're doing. You're, uh, you're doing some women. Lord of the Flies shit. You know, wearing like pig skull masks. You're women shit. from like the civilized people, and you're just doing gang shit out in the woods. Living the um, Squatch life. Doing gang shit yeah. out in the woods. All right, next poll. Have you encountered a cryptid before? Twenty-five percent said yes. I wasn't sure what it was. Yeah, you guys need to email us this shit. We're like, Jesus Christ, would you people us. stop sharing your morbid? 
true crime stories on this this podcast where we're about to talk about Jack the Ripper. Yeah, about more <laughs> true crime stories. Oh, yeah, yeah the, yeah, the chat room's uh, going nuts right now. It's like holy shit, a whole different good. episode's going on right now. Good. I mean, like, like let like let them, but like tell them to fucking email us this shit if they want to talk about like. They want to talk about this or tell us cool shit. They need to email it so we can actually like see it. Thirty-eight uh, percent said no, they don't exist. Thirty-eight percent said no, but I'd like to. I don't know. It depends on the cryptid. Like I'd love to see some gnomes. I'd probably kill them for stealing my socks. But I'd still love to see them. I don't know, man. That'd be kind of trip. I don't know how to respond to a gnome, but like. I don't know about the chupacabra <laughs> shit because most of the times it's an animal with mage. It's either a coyote with mage or a bear yeah, with mage. Something. Yeah. It just looks really weird without its hair, and people yeah, freak I out. Do well with like small things, like 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 it's like would gnomes would like freak me out. Would you rather like a windigo is like a fucking winter demon? Would you rather encounter that? I mean, but like... I respect it. But I, I, I don't, don't want to get near like the big because they're throwing boulders and shit when you get too close to them. You know they're checking yeah, huge rocks at throw you. boulders at your fucking house. Shit okay, but I'd it. rather be taken out by a Sasquatch boulder than by some like sneaky little yeah, gnome that fucking cuts my you're throat just, in the night. Say, you're just in there, just getting stabbed by like tw- like you're, har- you're getting harpooned by fucking gnomes. They're like dragging you down like they're going whaling. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Uh, next poll, favorite spoopy activity. 18% said country hayride. 18% said cornfield maze. 27% pumpkin patch. 18% haunted house. And 18% costume party. I like the I like the hayride. I'm a hayride guy. I've never Since, done the hayride, uh, man. Um, I think COVID shut those down I'm a while a back. Uh, the, the corn mazes look kind of fun, but isn't it easy to cheat because you can just walk through the walls? Uh, no, no, you can't walk through the fuck no. You can climb over the walls, though, to oh, be okay, honest. Yeah. Okay. Especially if you're Mestizo, you can definitely get over those if you're, uh, <laughs> if you're a vampire. You just eat your way through. Sure. <laughs> well, no, I'll take the costume party. It's most fun. I don't know. I feel like haunted houses are cool, too, but a lot of times they're like very overpriced. You're very short. I did one as a kid, and they redid that scene from Nightmare on Elm Street where the the kid gets pulled through the bed, but they had a strobe yeah. light going on, so you couldn't tell how they did the effect. So when the guy got sucked in the bed and little Freddy jumps out the the bed with the feathers, I was like, "Holy shit, this is the coolest thing!" You know? Oh my god, this next poll's great. Who'd win in a fight, the gnome or a skinwalker? Sixty percent said gnome. 40% said Skinwalker. I'm just imagining the fucking gnomes again with, like, little harpoons fucking, like, harpooning a Skinwalker like they're hunting a whale. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Like, the they fucking, like, little Keebler, like, little Keebler elf-style fucking gnomes just killing some Skinwalker. Mm. Oh, man. Okay, let's see. Next goal is favorite Halloween costume. 33% store-bought, 33% homemade, 33% Three percent don't dress up. Well, that last part's kind of sad. I don't know. I oh. feel like I need. I, need I, mean, to get I understand costume. when you get older, you don't do it anymore. But like, if I was home and maybe well, I, I, I do. Kids... If I'm gonna, I do. If I give the kids candy, like if I'm gonna be out on the porch giving them candy, I'll dress up. Yeah, you like, know what I mean. Like if I was doing yeah. something with my like sister's kids, yeah, I'll probably dress up with them. You know. Yeah, yeah. Like, like this year, I don't know if I will because I just. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't think they trick or treat anymore. Now they do that trunk or treating shit. Oh, right. oh that's, that's 
Yeah, you don't deserve candy, bro. If you're driving around or whatever the fuck they're doing, like they you just, know, they just meet in a parking man. lot, they open up their trunks, and then everybody like grabs candy from different cars. I was like, that's, oh, that's stupid. fucking bullshit, man. No, I used to have to walk in the fucking cold and deal with all that shit, like up and, and down hills. And, and you gotta hide from the grab baggers that are out to like steal your shit, you know? Like, three steps. Yeah, like, some yeah, danger exactly. element to it. I was always a big ass kid, though. I never had that problem. I've been I, was, I was looking for the grab baggers because I was like, they have more candy than the kids, you know? So if you steal from the thief, is it really stealing? You know, that was my. You would think yeah. that, like, the NWO, though, would want people to celebrate Halloween. Like, it's kind of their yeah. thing, right? Yeah, yeah like, it's Halloween. Yeah, well, it's like yeah, like a lot of that, like a lot of the worst, like, yeah, like it's like celebrating all the worst forms of paganism. To be honest, like yeah, you, know, you would think that I won't get into that. that. You think you would think that the uh, the agents of chaos that would want you know, but, but I also don't know because like I do think like the Day of the Dead and like certain certain other like I don't know like some of like certain cultures take their Halloween celebrations too far, right? But for other other cultures, I don't think they do. I think it's actually genuinely a really nice holiday. You surmise Day of the Dead is taking Halloween celebration too far. That's no, so no. Nice. I was about to say, I think the Japanese have their own version where they, they do this yokai No, my, my point is, like, my point is, like, for Celtic Halloween back in the day, right? Like, the ancient Irish, they were, like, committing human sacrifice. Yeah, for Samhain, they were committing human sacrifice and shit back in yeah. the day. Like, the Irish were just mm. as bad as, like, the Carthaginians. So my point is, is like certain groups took their like uh you know Day of the Dead sacrifices like way farther than others. Fair enough. Mexicans uh, just make candy skulls. Yeah, like Mexicans they make do it, dead like, bread the cool too. Way. Yeah, yeah, like it's yeah, it's all cool it's all shit. good shit. It's all cool. Yeah, it's all cool shit. You know. Oh God, here's this one. Have you ever been touched by a ghost? Twenty five percent said yes, and it was ethereal. Twenty five percent said no, I haven't. Twenty five percent said. It touched my no-no zone because of fucking, of course, uh, 25% said I need an adult. So, like, of course, like, <laughs> what the fucking point was just, like, sexual harassment via ghost-related shit, you know? I've actually posted stories about some people saying that they were being molested by a ghost, so it's It's like Freddy got fingered, but it's just, like, ghost fingering oh. them. Wait, well, like, has anyone uh, molested a ghost? Does that go the other direction? Ever? I, 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 don't, I don't know really how would. you touch I a ghost. I, I mean, they could touch you, but uh, you can't touch back. There's a lolcow cow that I saw recently that, that, that I think molested a ghost. So, oh, you yeah. should do that for Halloween. There's, and there's a lolcow cow that we used to cover really early on yeah. in the library that he, he got molested by ghosts. Oh, yes. He was, yeah. he was a gay, gay British guy, and he got molested by ghosts. Yeah, the ghost did it. It wasn't his dad, dude. It was the ghost. Got it. And, and, it, was a, and it was a female <laughs> ghost. So he's like, I don't like women. Would you stop molesting me, you fucking women ghost? I don't, I don't like women. I like men. I don't know, man. <laughs> oh, boy. I haven't, like I haven't, some, I haven't like seen that one in a while. Cult. Yeah, that sounds like a level of cope I'm not used to. <laughs> you know? That was like a good one. He deleted his channel, unfortunately. Yeah, that's a good one. I was gonna say you should have covered. You should have covered that all after Halloween. That'd have been a great Halloween episode for you guys. <laughs> Just going after that, going down that rabbit hole. Oh man. But you know that, that's the last of the polls, class. All right, so on to current events. So a self-proclaimed incel who posted videos of himself pepper spraying and harassing women on his YouTube channel wanted it's an award, assaults me. and hate crime enhancements in connection with a series of violent attacks targeted unsuspected women in Orange County. 
has been transported back to Orange County <laughs> to face charges. So Danny Devin Young of 25 Anaheim has been charged with four felony counts of assault and great bodily that's energy. That's Four felonies. Uh, so wait, is he a self-proclaimed incel? Uh, yeah, yeah self-proclaimed. Self-proclaimed. Okay. If you're a, but if it, if you're a self-proclaimed incel, I'm not wrong yeah. for having my like my glowy radar up, right? <laughs> Oh no no you're you're yeah, yeah you're definitely right. I'm, to... I'm instantly yeah. like oh yeah oh, it oh, seems there. like an off you know. Down there cowboy. Four felony <laughs> counts yeah, right. uh, and then four uh, felony enhancements for the personal use of deadly weapon. Eight felony hate crime enhancements also charged with counts of violation of civil rights. So the uh, young appeared in court Monday after being arrested on a warrant in San Mateo County. His bail has been set to five hundred thousand dollars and. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if he got monetized on YouTube, you know, with all this stuff going on. And he faces a maximum sentence of 13 years in state prison if convicted on all counts. Uh, he has a prior misdemeanor for hate crime conviction in Nevada. He all was transported to Orange right County thing. Jail last week after being convicted of a misdemeanor case in San Mateo. So for those who don't know, an incel, which stands for involuntary celibate, is a member of an online community of men who exhibit their sexual frustrations when misogynistic views against women and young identified by the Costa Mesa police department as a suspect on two counts of women after circulated several of his videos and the attacks involved four women and a man who tried to stop on one of the assaults. So uh, a male God. U.S. Army major masquerading as a female and his wife, uh, <laughs> it like Johns Hopkins anesthesiologist, <laughs> were uh, arrested on Thursday after being federally indicted for a scheme to pass sensitive health information obtained under secret level clearance to Russia. If convicted, the defendants face up to five years in prison for conspiracy and up to ten years each of seven counts of disclosing private health data. The detailed announcement of the announcement, uh, indictments, the uh, Department of Justice said uh, Major Jamie Lee Henry hailed as U.S. Army's first transgender officer, and Andrea Gabrielian faced charges for passing data to someone that they thought was a Russian agent, but who turned out to be an undercover agent for the FBI. At the time, the alleged crime... That's fucking hilarious. Henry had secret-level clearance at Fort Bragg, North Carolina, home to the U.S. Army's Special Operations Command headquarters. His wife, knowing his level of access, told the agent that she had marketed her and her husband's services to the Russian embassy via email and phone. She later reported that she was motivated by patriotism towards Russia to provide any assistance she could to Russia, even if it meant being fired or going to jail. What the fuck? That sounds very convenient. I'm not going to lie, but whatever. But I'm surprised it was a transgender that did that. You think they would have learned their lesson with Bradley Manning, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so, like... So you, I wonder if we're going to see uh, more of this shit happening, you know, with the woke army and shit. Well, yeah, because they're not, the thing is they're not competent. They're not competent, they're cowardly. You know, yeah. they want to avoid conflict. So... So, yeah. China has opened dozens of overseas police stations around the globe monitoring its citizens that live abroad, yeah. including locations in New York City and three in Toronto. So these operations of skew official bilateral police jurisdictional cooperation violate international rule of law and may uh, violate territorial integrity in third countries involved setting up a parallel policing mechanism using illegal methods. So uh, a human rights watchdog released this and uh, the report titled like 110 overseas Chinese transnational policings. Are, are going on and uh, China's extensive efforts to combat fraud by its citizens living overseas and part of several 
Uh, police stations on five continents have assisted Chinese authorities in carrying out policing operations on foreign soil. So Europe is home to most of these police stations with locations across the continent in places such as London, Amsterdam, Prague, Budapest, Athens, uh, Paris, Madrid, and Frankfurt. North America also has four stations, three locations in Toronto, one in New York City, and all 54 mm. such stations at 30 different countries. That's just kind of weird our country allowed them to set up that shit. So. Well, I, mean, I don't know if it is what they say it is. I, I would see it as like, hey, you know, if they got mm. spies working here, where else would they, like, turn in their data yeah, well, shit? That's how I'm seeing it. Yeah, if it's yeah, but... not the embassy, right, then by all technical accounts, couldn't the people of New York straight up, like, ravage the thing? Go ahead and go murder everyone inside and do whatever to the building, and it well, be I'll, them preventing an invasion. I don't think they invasion. can call for violence. You know, that's that's against. The well, why not? It's technically yeah. no, 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 no. It's an invasion. It's it's the declaration of occupation from an external force. Like it's not their embassy. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. It's not an you, embassy, so it doesn't really count. Would you actually I mean, be in your legal right to murder the shit out of them in that building, though? I mean, I feel like the China, yeah, I feel like in Chinatown they might, to be honest, I feel like they genuinely might just fucking, like, attack them over that sort that, of that's, thing. No, I'm, like, genuinely asking, like, Oh, I'm not right? a legal guy. I wouldn't know the answers to these questions, you know. We'd probably no, I, I feel like he's got a point, but it, the thing is, it is also, like, you're just attacking, but if you're attacking them unprovoked, it is, it is kind of just murder also. Especially well, no, 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 like... no, 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 because it's a matter of invasion, because if yeah, an armed yeah, force... Yeah, but you gotta use rules of engagement, so, like, the yeah, rules of engagement is you yeah, can't fire given... fired upon first, so just them being... But I'm yeah, a private yeah. citizen, not a member of government. Rules uh, of engagement I'm, are I'm not... not sure. Yeah, but if they've been given permission by your right? government, like, part uh, of your social contract would be that if your government tells them they could be here, they can be here. Whether you agree with it or not, that's, like, the issue, the whole social yeah, contract. I mean, we've got, like, probably, uh, alleged, uh, you call it uh, I mean, your government already betrayed government you for officials. China anyway. Well, yeah, that would say... mean that, well, I guess it'd be up to the state of New York or their legislature to decide that, not the local municipality. Because then that's just blatant mm. sedition. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I agree, but it's like, yeah, like, there's certain there's certain people in politics who decide with China. And the like... trees, and if they honor the military force of that, that occupation, too. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. My thing with this, too, on top, like, on top of all of that, though, my thing with this is just, like, I mean, the Chinese people who are coming here, it's, like, like I don't know. Like, you're, they're not our citizens, though, so I also don't care if their government's going to try to fuck them. You know what I mean? Well, Which I feel I'm like, just... because I feel like some of this is genuinely, like, them just trying to make sure that their their citizens don't go AWOL or whatever, but... Well, I'm not getting anything from letting them be here. We may as well kill them anyway if they're fucking occupying it illegally. So I, th I think we should move on to the next story so we don't linger on this one too long. Uh, so, uh, gentlemen, your, your time has expended. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your 15 minutes on the floor has expired and you get the gavel here. Uh, oh, God, stop. So, uh, I yield. So, Stable uh, Diffusion made uh, headlines when it released its first publicly available artificial intelligence, which could generate high-level art purely with words. So, AI-generated art simply required the user to enter a word or self words to essentially suggest that the artificial intelligence-based algorithm will try to generate it. So, lots of users... Pretty made... good hentai. Pretty good hentai so far. I will yeah, say, so, so really? lots of users made comical art, celebrities, and characters, but others sought to make high art with that Masters of the Female form... <laughs> 
in a way that comes really close yeah. to man-made results. So Twitter user Chrome Sets opened an account purely for posting their AI-generated art, which focused on realistic oil paintings like classical style. Uh, the results wait, were wait, astounding. Wait, wait, wait. So this obviously high-class user was actually nice enough to post a meticulous detailed walkthrough on the exact instructions you need to close to achieving his brilliance. So in short, the seemingly Japanese user, they also have steps in Japanese, English, their second language used through a walk down, uh, walkthrough to get started, was uh, very focused on what they wanted. So he wrote, I want a Victorian girl in the style of oil paintings, the viewers would say. The eyes and face are important in art, so they must have perfect face, sexy face. Her eyes must have dilated pupils. So furthermore, the user <laughs> wanted his AI girls to have large breasts, toned abs, and thick thighs, as well as needing to look <laughs> feminine, doing evocative poses, smirk, and full body wearing nightgown. Lastly, the He's girls had to look me. intricate, high detail, and sharp, the same way classical <laughs> painters capture the female form, and oh, an artist uses fuck. base image with the style that you'd like. So for the user to say to avoid trouble, they're not revealing the four artists they used to generate the above images. But they did use four to achieve perfection. So I forgot to get some waifu pictures for them, but they're pretty impressive. What's been coming out? They're fucking. They're fucking based. They're achieving based. <laughs> where, where am I like going? If, now? If, if this is the evil AI, <laughs> I, I think I think I dropped the link. But the links in the news, so you can look at the images there. But they're they're always posting shit every day. Because I had my whatever one I dropped ages ago. That was fun. So, uh, Southwest Airline Pilot is suing the company. Her union former colleague pleaded guilty to last year to deadbolting the cockpit door during a flight and stripping naked in front of her. So, Christine Jennings alleges a Southwest retaliation by grounding her after she reported Michael Hank to the company and the FBI and kept him employed despite alleged history of sexual misconduct, and the managers disparaged her in the memo. She also alleges that Southwest Airline Pilots Association conspired with the airline and refused to support her. She is suing Hank for sexual assault. Uh, he pleaded guilty last year for federal misdemeanor charge of uh, committing a lewd and decent or obscene act and was sentenced to probation. So his attorney said that his client uh, disrobed after Janning encouraged him to. Never did anything else, and there was no previous incident. Southwest said it's supporting Janning and would vigorously defend itself against the lawsuit. The union did nothing to respond. But yeah, it's kind of fucked up. You're flying an aircraft, and then the, they come in the cockpit and just drop naked, you know, like... Uh, uh, I can't imagine fuck? just jerking the steering wheel and like shaking the whole aircraft or freaking out everybody in the you know the crew you know that that'd be kind of <laughs> something you know. That would piss me off. So operatives yeah. of the Democratic Party created a sprawling network of fake local news websites in swing states to disguise partisan messaging as legitimate news, according to a news report from Axios. So 51 locally branded news sites have sprung up last year using names such as the Milwaukee Metro Times and the Mecklenburg Herald and Tri-City Record. Each follows a simpler yes. template. Aggregated like local news content, short write-ups of local news teams and attractions, interspersed with heavily slanted political news aimed at boosting Democratic midterm candidates and attacking Republican Stop. opponents according to the outlet. So at the time of the investigation, the master of the purported News site showed involvement the American Independent, a progressive organization that has uh, changed names multiple times. The company was originally called Blue Nation Review, and then it sold to Media Matters for America founder David Brock in 2015. Brock fired most of the staff, afterwards hiring a former Clinton staffer named Peter Dow to head a right for the organization, which he renamed True Blue Media. So a lot of guys were calling these people out back then because we knew where it was bot accounts and all this shit because they were fact-checking all yeah. this stuff. So two months before the 2016 election, Company rebanded to share blue, and then 19, 2019 rebanded as American Independent in preparation for 2020 coverage. This website shows that its funding comes from 
the American Bridge 21st Century Foundation Democrat Super PAC for each of the fake news sites. About us page says they're run by a local report company, which was created in Florida August 2021. The organization does not currently have an active website. However, uh, Axios published an expose showing that the website's extensions of the Democratic political machine, all named websites, have deleted their About Us pages. So the purported news mm. websites are all targeting key states in the election. Uh, Arizona, Colorado, Georgia, Michigan, New Hampshire, Nevada, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, Virginia, Wisconsin. I'm surprised Texas wasn't on there. Well, it's just it's just like the whole. It's just, it reminds you of just the whole like, oh yeah, they the Democrats could never rig elections in like Illinois. It's like, oh. uh, yeah, dude, yeah, they totally could never rig elections in Illinois. No. Like this is shit they've probably done for like fifty fucking years. So and they're still gonna pretend like it's okay. So Kanye West was suspended from Twitter after writing early Sunday that he wanted to go DEFCON 3 on Jews just hours after Elon Musk welcomed him back on the platform. In a bizarre file rant, the, the rapper known as Yee wrote, I'm a bit sleepy tonight, and when I wake up, I'm going DEFCON 3 on Jewish people. The funny thing is, I actually can't be anti-Semitic because black people are actually Jews. Also, you guys have toyed with me and tried to blackball me and whoever opposes your agenda. So the rapper appeared to be referencing a military term, DEFCON, which has to do with, like, uh, intensity of national security threats. Uh, The Twitter Twitter rep had told the Post on Sunday afternoon a West account had been locked due to violation of Twitter's policies that means the grammar wiener can't currently tweet. And a tweet in question which had been deleted. The suspension from Twitter for anti-Semitism comes after West was knocked off of Instagram for making anti-Jewish remarks. His account was restricted <laughs> after sharing a since-deleted screenshot on iMessage Exchange in which he accused Sean Love Combs, also known as P. Diddy, as being controlled by the Jews. Uh, he also did another interview where they actually cut him off because he started uh, praising the Nazis and Hitler. So I, I kind of wanted to hear... I need to hear that one. That's fucking... Yeah, that's awesome. it sounds like he pretty... I mean, he's on fire, and the memes Hold, have been fired. Oh, we went goblin mode on them fucking yids. <laughs> so, uh, oh, by the way, man. if you'd like to support the show, you can donate to streamlabs.com forward slash Atomic Shaman Sweat Lodge number one forward slash tip. Or you can go oh, yeah, to buymeacoffee.com buy forward slash Atomic Shaman to hear your comments read live during the show. You can also buy merch at t.public forward slash atomic shaman trading post and that's where we got a bunch of t-shirts refrigerator magnets uh other kinds of swag and right now since we just uploaded uh tulsi gabbard uh coconut mommy shirt uh <laughs> everything's on sale right now for 14 bucks if you want to get some but we also understand you're, you're that you're fucking close out of money you're fucking close out of money do it you're literally yeah, yeah you're literally so so we understand that inflation is hurting everybody and you can still support us by sharing the show and getting your friends to subscribe so, uh, a Michigan man pleaded guilty to several charges in court after allegedly murdering and cannibalizing a man named Kevin Bacon. And a preliminary <laughs> hearing. <laughs> yeah. I guess he really did taste like pork. I, I, don't, I don't know, but a uh, preliminary hearing Thursday, a 50 year old suspect pleaded guilty of charges to open murder and mutilation of a body after he killed this member well, named Bacon. Kevin Bacon, like the Kevin Bacon, they just not the actor, that. just the guy with the same name. But that's Kevin what Bacon's I was gonna alive. say is I I, I want to see the headlines. Kevin Bacon eaten alive. Another star gets eaten. <laughs> it's not a worm. And a 25 year old hairdresser from Shorts Creek, the the suspect pleaded guilty against wishes of his attorney, who was planning to use an insanity defense. But the suspect still 
has to face further proceedings. So a video from court taken from M Live shows the suspect's attorney asking questions or in fact before submitting his hey, plea uh, of guilt. Quick question. Is the, is the suspect a homosexual? Because homosexuals have a tendency towards cannibalism. Um, I don't have that information. But the judge okay. then spoke to him. The court agrees with the attorneys. And the court does find you guilty of open murder in December of Bobby. And your conviction is now going to be part of the record. So we cannot forever give you a sentencing yet because they're not finished. So they have to have like a degree hearing for that. Um, mm. He won't be, like, uh, rescheduled until October 18th or 19th of this year. So according to Michigan-based law firm Kershaw, Vidigio and Junia, open murder is a broad murder charge includes both first- and second-degree murder at the same time. So that gives, like, the prosecutor a chance, like, latitude and theory of murder and the intent, what they pursue. Uh, but other than that, like, Kevin Bacon's family became concerned when he did not show up for the family on breakfast or Christmas Day and called the police that day. So the police found his car in a parking lot near the, his home. His the wallet, family his phone. breakfast. <laughs> yes. The family breakfast. You're he literally ate Kevin Bacon for breakfast. He literally fucking ate Kevin me. Bacon for breakfast. Yes. His oh wallet, his phone, and other belongings were found inside his car. So on December 28th, the police showed up to the suspect's house conducting a welfare check inside. They found his body hanging naked from the ceiling. And the, sus- the suspect told police that he'd stabbed bacon in the back, slit his throat, cut off his testicles, and ate him before tying up his body and hanging him from the rafters. That sounds like some gay shit. And so the actual, the actual act. Why are we getting so dark on this podcast about Jack? Okay, okay. So, so this is so this is how the alleged incident occurred. Was uh, the suspect uh, had met on the popular uh, homosexual dating app Grinder and told his yeah, relationship was meeting up with the suspect. So. You know, be careful, oh. Roots. He could come after you next. <laughs> Jeez. A, Jesus Christ. And the actual actor, Kevin Bacon, actually, you know, sent a message to the victim's family and said that, you know, condolences and shit, you know. But uh, that's, that's fucking. The Biden administration's requirements for those who must register for selective service in the event that there is a draft includes those persons who identify as a transgender but are born male. So almost all male U.S. citizens and male immigrants who are 18 through 25 are required to register at the Selective Service. And that includes males who identify as transgender. So U.S. citizens or immigrants who are born male, change their genders to female, are still required to register. Now, individuals who are born female and change their gender to male are not required to register. And uh, that's what the guidance says for the Selective (laughs) Service. And while we bring that up to a wrap... I got a little something that just happened the other day, and I'm going to post a photo right now. A woman forced Tinder date into bed, stabbed and choked him, then threatened to kill him if he screamed when DoorDash arrived. So there's her photo up on the wall. He's mid. You guys think pass or smash, or do you think you can fix her? Nah, dude. But to to me, it's like, I I think it's sad because she's not even hot. But she's not pretty enough. Yeah, that's my thing. It's like, Crazy chicks are hot, but this chick isn't hot. She's mid, so I don't know why guys are letting themselves, you know, have this done to them. It's pretty sad. Well, standards have slipped in society. Going back to something I said earlier, Crocs. So, uh... should be Now we're to the portion of the show why you came here. Spiritual God Warrior has the floor <laughs> with his conspiracy theory about Jack the Ripper. Hey. <laughs> uh what's up uh so well it's not my conspiracy theory first of all but thank you 
Um, oh. But no, it's 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 like it's all stuff that is kind of pretty much like well known by people like who who look into Jack the Ripper stuff. It's just kind of putting it together. You get a bigger picture of like, oh, that's yeah, every single time, huh? <laughs> um, so there's a couple, like a couple points on on this whole uh Jack the Ripper thing. So, uh, let's start with the kind of like the basic bitch Jack the Ripper. Uh, narrative for like the people who kind of don't know right so the basic bitch true crime wine ant version of Jack the Ripper <laughs> is that in 1888 uh, East London was beset by a serial killer uh, clad in a top hat with a curly mustache a dapper gentleman <laughs> <laughs> who who uh who brutally murdered uh, a canonical five prostitutes but possibly more uh, oh. and that whole possibly is also like multiple asterisks there right um and 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 the culprit remains at large to this day over a hundred years later you mean he hasn't died yet <clears throat> <laughs> Well, he he's been using the blood of children to stay alive. You'll find that part out soon. Uh, Was it Hillary? Oh, uh, well, he he's of the same tribe. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing is that over the past hundred years or more, uh, everybody from like Corey Floxer says, uh, like everybody from Roots Calhoun has been accused of being Jack the Ripper. <laughs> Someone just donated a uh, buy me a coffee, but my my feed didn't show who it was, so I'll try to read it when I can. Well, okay. Thank you. Um, yeah. But uh, so so the Jack the Ripper thing has has long been a um, a, a purview of the uh, the true crime fancier, shall we say? Right. Um, yeah, old women. Got it. <clears throat> yep. And as you're going to find out, uh, same uh, then as it is today. Uh, so that's <laughs> kind of the that's kind of the uh, the the basic narrative of Jack the Ripper. Uh, and and you get a lot of fanciful stuff like Klaus and I were talking last night about the this new theory about like a female Jack the Ripper and stuff. It's all garbage. It's all it's all it's all fucking made up. Uh, the, the, re the, the reality, the reality uh, of Jack the Ripper is that Jack the Ripper probably wasn't a serial killer. Let's get that first off, because yeah, Jack the Ripper, and he wasn't fucking a gentleman. Yeah, uh, Jack the Ripper didn't exist. Jack the Ripper was a, a complete invention of the media at the time and the name Jack the Ripper wasn't even used in relation to the killings until I think the last two weeks of the killings and it was by the media and well I'll get into this in a bit but it came from 
out the name Jack the Ripper came from outside sources that are completely dubious. Um, so Jack the Ripper has always been an invention of the media to sensationalize these killings and to entertain uh <laughs> middle-aged women as wendy said earlier <laughs> yeah this is this is porn just like a daniel steel books so yeah. that's that's the like that's the first answer is uh jack the ripper never existed uh and then the the other answer is absolutely we know who jack the ripper was uh but we don't know if he was responsible for all the killing but he has but we know that there was a guy that the police were were was basically their prime suspect and that was aaron kosminski and he was a a a polish jewish immigrant and uh that that that's gonna be uh as you're gonna find out a whole a whole... um <clears throat> so in 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 white chapel where where these murders take place uh there i put the photo up so i can see let me see uh, the white chapel Oh, I gotta wait for it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is a this is a photo, like a period photo, of what people described uh, Whitechapel as looking like, and you can see that there are some very uh, elongated faces. <laughs> some very tanned yeah. British people. Uh, yeah, all the all the fucking uh, people there look like Borzois. Gee, I wonder what the fuck's going on. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, Around that time, Poland had a lot of upheaval, and uh, there was a lot of changing of the guard in Poland, and uh, Jews were were kind of being persecuted and being put into pogroms, and there was a lot of violence towards Jews. Uh, there's kind of reason for that, but we'll that's for another show but um nevertheless a lot of a lot of polish jews uh immigrated to escape this persecution and so a flood of immigrants came into uh the lower east end of london and at the time of the uh the jack the ripper murders there was between 45,000 and 50,000 jews living all all polish immigrants living in mostly in in uh white chapel and so uh to the point where uh it, this is a a uh from a paper in 1888 they wrote uh the newcomers have gradually replaced the english population in whole districts Formerly in Whitechapel, Commercial Street roughly divided the Jewish haunts of Petticoat Lane and Golston Street, which will come up later, uh, from the rougher English court lying in the... Uh, now the Jews have flowed across the line. Hanbury Street, Fashion Street, Pelham Street, Booth Street, Old Montague Street, and many streets and lanes and alleys fallen before them and 
blocks of model dwellings. They have introduced new trades as well as new habits, and they live and crowd together and work and meet uh, their fate independent of the great stream of London life surging around them. Uh, another wrote, the poor Russian Jew laughs at what he, he what he hears of English poverty scanty fare. He has a false notion of English artisan generally overfed and discounted, and that the Jew can e live easily Englishmen starve. So <laughs> you have certified banker moment. <laughs> so you have a large influx of immigrants, most of them Jews, coming in to uh to, to Lower East London. And uh, there is around this time, you have to like, so I think even people who kind of have a vague knowledge of the Ripper murders, they kind of understand that like Whitechapel was like the most, uh, it was a pretty seedy fucking place, right? Like full of prostitutes and yeah you know, uh i was gonna say the stats on it are like the immediate town of Whitechapel was only 8500 people if you want to put a cd it was in perspective uh there were approximately 62 brothels and 1200 women working as prostitutes mm -hmm. yeah in a and population you, so was that like a red light district or just just a standard well, I know that you had yeah. a lot of instances where it you had the Yiddish district. You had prostitutes who, uh, for instance, they you could only afford you know lodging or you know gin. So a lot of them are going to choose gin, right? So they're they're passed out drunk in the street, like not they're basically homeless, right? Story of my life, right. man. Yeah, the what. way they did it, like they were saying, they say it's 233 common lodging houses, but typically people would pay two pence a night to sleep under a lean-to. And yep. it was literally just a blanket over a, a clothesline so that they wouldn't get wet at night or at least they'd be covered. Yeah, it is mm -hmm. really out of control, the population density there. So uh, around a year before the Ripper murders, there's there's a murder also in, in the same area of East End of London. And it's a whole fucking thing, man. Like, it, there's not a lot of information that I can really dig up on, on it. But what I can find, it's it's a really weird story. So basically... Uh, there's, there's kind of what you're describing where there's a, a, like a boarding house and it's all, uh, it's, it's all Jewish people who are like the, the owner is Jewish. That's so all occupants are Jewish. And, uh, the, they, they find this woman dead who's been poisoned. And then after they like summon, the police and the investigators, they find like a man underneath the bed who's also been poisoned. 
and he's this guy named Israel Lipsky, and his story is like very odd. He's like, oh yeah, uh, some guys like they they kidnapped me and they like took me to this this room and they like tied me up and they said, oh yeah, like we're gonna we're gonna kill you like we killed that woman and then they poisoned, and then they like they left and and then like I went under the bed to hide, <laughs> and and. Sounds really like quickly, Ralph Wiggum telling one of his stories. Almost. Right, and really quickly, they're like, like they all like, like I read like the inquest from this. They're like, why did you? Why is the door locked from the inside? Then like and shit like that, you know, like all, none of this adds up, right? It's 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 like it's the dumbest fucking story, and really quickly it falls apart, and he confesses that he that Israel Lipsky uh, murdered Miriam Angel. And so th- this becomes like the trial only the, the murder happens in, uh, I-, I think, August of 1887. And he's tried and executed in, ju- in uh, no, I'm sorry. He was the murder happened in the 28th of June, 1887. He's hu- he's hung in uh, 22nd August, 1887. So it's like only a few months later, right? Like they they find him guilty and he's executed. But there's kind of a fervor already in the East End of London about this murder and a lot of brewing anti-Semitism. <laughs> Even though the, the victim was also Jewish, but nevertheless, right? Uh, but then... The the Ripper murders happen, and the press is like sensationalizing, as they are still want to do with with mass killings, right? Uh, and very early on in the murders, they they're talking about so the Star, the 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 newspaper, the Star, uh talks about how Whitechapel prostitutes are being terrorized by a, a and this is their words, right? A, a scoundrel Jew <laughs> in, in the vicinity of Whitechapel uh, who a scoundrel who is nicknamed, his profession? <laughs> well, he's nicknamed Leather Apron and Leather Apron is supposed to have have been terrorizing prostitutes, um, like forced, like basically kidnapping them. Um, and and there's been all these reports from prostitutes, Ah, just like Israelis do today in Ukraine. (laughs) Got it. There's been all these reports of prostitutes of this, the and and they. And the star doesn't hold back. And the star, like, is like, fucking Jew, Jew, Jew. And they make a big deal that, like, this, this, like, leather apron guy. It's... Let's fucking go. Napoleon go, was right. right. So and, <laughs> and uh, this is where, this is where Jack the Ripper is actually born. <laughs> Is out of this this what's later known as the leather apron scare. 
so they're trying to pin this murder on a character of, known as Leather Apron, right? So the police in the, the Jack the Ripper case, who, uh, well, we'll get to a couple of them, like, singularly in a, in a bit, but it's, they, they bungled this whole fucking case. And there was talk even in, in the, in, at that time of cover-ups going on from like on high in the police commission, uh, which again, I'll, we'll get to some of that. Well, I think it would be fair to point out also that like in 1887, <clears throat> like there's a lot of bad faith between the public and the government. Bloody Sunday took place in November of that year. Uh, which was just this huge mashup between protesters that were Irish and the actual government there that resulted in a good, good number of people getting killed and injured. Mm-hmm. Um, like, so I think, yeah, I don't think the government was actually interested in solving this murder because it was getting rid of people they hated. No. Let's um, throw that one out there. <clears throat> <clears throat> well, we'll, we'll get to uh, Scotland Yard in a second because, yeah, they weren't oh. very well liked at the time. Oh yeah. Um so so th- this uh this leather apron thing. Uh the the so Scotland Yard wanted to like wrap that shit up really fast because like genuine fucking kind of anti-Jewish <laughs> sentiments started kind of breaking out in White Whitechapel and for uh and and, and like I hesitate to say, but for reason, like you have a lot of influx of immigrants, and a lot of them don't speak English. They're outsiders. A lot of them come from different cultures. They've seen some shit, right? They're coming from like countries where their people are are being persecuted and killed. You know, uh, so you know, a lot of people in the chat are comparing it to today. Yeah. It's a lot like today. Yeah, history is just repeating itself. We're just yeah. one big cycle. Well, it's like, very uh, similar to like shit in California, at least. Well, Spirits of God Warriors get into it, but it's like, well, this is the peak, like the English Empire. You know, this is this is where Zog is born. Mm-hmm. And, and we're uh, starting you know, to bring in a whole like we're, yeah. not only well, the British Empire is now we're well, we are responsible for the Commonwealth of. British, yeah, yep. uh, and, and all and of its all of its citizens, uh, domestic yeah. and abroad. Yep, this is this is the nature of Zog. Like mm-hmm. that—that's what Zog is, I man. And, uh... and so, um, so there's a lot of like, there's a lot of anti-Semitism, right? And a lot of like fear of the outsider going on in in Whitechapel. And there's a large influx of Jews, like going, and they think. Still, there's a lot of Jewish uh, population in that area of London. Uh, and um, so the, the Scotland Yard wants to, like, just hush this fucking leather apron thing up very quickly. Uh, and so they, uh, they arrest a, a Polish-Jewish uh, bootmaker named John Peaser for... Uh, and they take him in for questioning and i i don't quite understand like it, how like their justice system works but like there's like kind of like an inquest or an inquest rather um like where 
the public kind of comes and defends Peaser, and like a lot of like people from the community say like well he he's on his merit like he's never done anything wrong he's you know not like the type of guy who would do this stuff right like long story short they let him go and um but by that time the media has already moved on to this jack the ripper figure and uh so let's get to scotland yard real quick so uh at the time of of the uh of the the murders uh see what is his name uh sir charles warren is yeah, i got a spoiler uh, i'll put that up what is his title uh he's he's the like the chief constable of the london metropolitan something like that right he's basically he's the head guy uh i don't remember his actual t- but he he's he's uh he's like the head guy of the the london metropolitan time and he's like very well uh, or, or he's very uh negatively received when he first comes uh in into uh his his position one of his first um it, so his first big uh thing that he he does is this this act to muzzle stray dogs he puts in a law like where where people have to have their dogs on, basically on it's basically a leash law like he like basically put okay. in like a leash law into place in London where it's like, hey, if you walk your dog, yeah, I gotta have leash, right? At the time, people were like this is fucking outrageous, yeah. and so they they would have a lot of negative attention towards. What Warren. do you mean pit bulls can't be babysitters? Uh-huh. <laughs> so fascinating little like we're gonna do a lot of like Tarantino editing in this story. <laughs> so Warren uh Warren issues this this leash law and it's like poked fun at in in uh newspapers at the time. I didn't I didn't post the picture but there's like a like a cartoon of like people poking fun of like uh him 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 like investigating these leash laws or like dog under a a a, a a magnifying glass while like murders happen in the background. <laughs> so like that was the perception of like the police in London at the time. Like, and this is, uh, this is around the same time as the, this is before the Jack the Ripper murders. So, um, one, uh, fellow who was taken in for said leash law, was a Polish Jewish immigrant by the name of Aaron Kosminski. Uh, and he uh, was was ticketed and fined for having a dog off a leash. He came into court where with his brother, who asserted that uh, they sometimes went by, I think, Anderson, I think. Don't quote me on that. Is this the guy who's Sir Robert Anderson, or is that a different... 
Mm, no, this is this is okay. a different person. Okay. So, but they're so these are Polish Jewish immigrants, but like, but basically he goes by like different names. But Kosminski, his name is Aaron Kosminski, and so Kosminski is found guilty of of having his dog off of a leash, and he is issued a fine of I think uh, ten pounds, which he refuses to pay. On the grounds that it is the Jewish Sabbath. <laughs> for real? Like, oh, man, that would have been real. great for, like, a sound not drop right now. Real. <laughs> I don't bowl on Shabbos. Mr. Mr. Shark Week's excuse to not pay taxes. Like, sorry, bro, I'm celebrating Shark Week. I can't do this. So, nope. the, the, so the police give, give Kuzminski until Monday to pay the fine. And, uh... And that's, that's about as little as we know about Kuzminski before the Ripper murders. Um, so, where do I go from here? So, uh, well, I guess now's a good time to talk about Kuzminski. So, uh, during the, the time of the murders, uh, again, there's a lot of excitement in the press, right? And um, if you read what the investigators who were on the case wrote about it, like they hated the press. They were like, the press is sensationalizing this. And like... Kind of like it, today. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fucking wild, right? So, um, so this is the guy you were talking about, Sir, Sir Robert Anderson. So he was uh, the second assistant commissioner of the London Metropolitan Police from 1888 to 1901. And um, so a lot of this comes from the fact that he asserted during the time of the murder that that the the that the London Metro Police knew the identity of Jack the Ripper, and in an article that was published like later in 1910, he claimed that the police had in fact solved the Jack the Ripper murders, but he uh, he didn't want to state the name of. The, the suspect because no benefit would come from such a course and the traditions of my old apartment would suffer. So there's already kind of like a little bit of like a little bit of an old boys club kind of fucking thing among the, the, the London police, right? Kind of rearing up of like, okay, you know who did it, but you don't want to say who did it. Right. Um, so he also publishes a, a a a memoir in 1910 where he uh he says that the uh he he says that further that they know that the metro police knew who the the uh the suspect was that they uh that he was a low class polish jew who was caged in an asylum uh and who at once was identified by a person who had a good view of 
he also says that the killer was a sexual maniac of this virulent type who uh, lived in the immediate vicinity of the scenes of the utterly unmentionable vices reduced him to a lower level of that of a brute. Um, Sounds like he got a hold of some super male vitality. <laughs> I think what he's just saying is, is like, he's just describing immigrants. <laughs> um, so he's, he's like the chief, one of the chief investigators on the case. And he's saying, uh, yeah, like we, we knew who who the who the suspect was like we knew right and he was identified by some like the 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 only person who on, who saw the killer um and so that's going to come up in a, in a bit uh so anderson doesn't specifically name uh a a a, a a a suspect um but he does say that the suspect was uh unhesitatingly identified by the only person who ever had a good view of the murder uh and he inter he notes that the suspect knew uh knew the identified um that and that it was clear that the witness was a fellow Jew and that for this reason, uh, he refused to give his evidence in court. So basically, he he says that the only person who was a direct witness to Jack the Ripper said, yep, that's the guy, right? But I won't say anything in court because he's a Jew and I'm a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> so it feels like he's Read like, like, you know... Uh... Making himself look bad the process. Mm-hmm. Wow, it, it literally works the same way Wall Street does. Who would have thunk it? So, yeah. uh, so uh, the fu- the full text of what he wrote is uh, un- uh, undiscovered murders uh, are rare in London. Jack the Ripper crimes are not in that category. I will merely add that the only person who ever had a good view of the murder unhesitatingly identified the suspect. The instant he was confronted with him, but he refused to give evidence against him in saying that he was a Polish Jew. I am merely stating a def- definitively asserted fact. <laughs> um, now, who this this uh, this person who was the witness who saw uh, Jack the, the Jack the Ripper suspect? That's up for some debate. Um, but we know that it was a, a, a fellow Jew. Uh, so we'll, we'll get to some candidates of who, cause like, dude, it all like starts unraveling and tying together and rabbit holing like in a bit when, <laughs> um, but I want to like get to like where, why Kuzminski's name comes up. So, uh, so Donald Swanson is like, he he's he's like sub uh commissioner to anderson in uh in the the london police department and he uh he he 
so Anderson wrote this the these memoirs that we just read, right? And later it's discovered Swanson has a copy of those memoirs and he has handwritten notes in like the lead the 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 ledger notes like or was that what it's called the the you know what i'm talking about the like the column the spaces between the fucking pages right he has his handwritten notes in there and so later his notes to that part that we just read that anderson wrote in his memoir and Swanson's notes are uh, the suspect had been identified at the seaside home, which we don't know what the seaside home, where he had been sent by us with difficulty in order to subject him to identification. And he knew he was identified on suspects return to his brother's house in Whitechapel. He was watched by police by day and night in a very short time the suspect with his hands tied behind his back he was sent to stephanie workhouse which is uh then to colney hatch which is a mental asylum and died shortly thereafter kaminsky was the suspect so this is these are the two like chief investigators on this case basically saying yeah, we knew exactly who did this. And the guy who saw him said that it was him. It was Kaminsky or Kaminsky, but the guy refused to testify. And back in the day, back in the day, what are you going to do without, you know, a witness? You know, I feel like it mattered even more back then than it does now. I mean, there's certain states in the United States where you need a witness, isn't there? Like a murder trial, like for a murder trial or a murder yeah, conviction? something like that. So uh, Swanson further wrote, because the suspect uh, was also a Jew, and this is this is in reference to the the, wit the eyewitness, because the suspect was also a Jew and also because his evidence convict the suspect and the witness would be the means of murder, the murderer being hanged, which he did not want left on his mind, after this identification of the suspect he knew, no other murder of this kind took place in London, blah, blah, blah. After the, this, and then, then he talks about the suspect was identified in the side home. He went to Colney Hatch and uh, died shortly thereafter. Kaminsky was the suspect. So uh, Kaminsky, uh, <laughs> take a guess what happened to... <laughs> Aaron Kosminski after the Jack the Ripper murders. Did he die? He was sent to uh, Colney Hatch yeah, Lunatic yeah. Asylum! Uh, where uh, he died. So, uh... Of course. It sounds like something that happened to a certain guy named McAfee. He ended up in jail and then he died. Well, in this case, I think uh, Kosminski uh was like mental right and and like you know obviously probably fucking murdered prostitutes and shit uh actually uh i have so uh melville mcnatton uh who is also an investigator on the case in his 1894 memoranda he noted that kazminski was a polish jew and a resident in chapel uh this man became insane owing 
to many years of indulgence in solitary vice. He had a great hatred of women, especially of the prostitute class, and had strong homicidal tendencies. The OG incel. He was removed <laughs> to a lunatic asylum about March 1880. So, uh, so, what's his name? Swanson is a little saying that he died shortly thereafter. Like, he did die in the asylum, but it wasn't shortly thereafter. But other than that, like, all of, all of what they're saying holds water. Like, it's exactly... So... Kosminski was was uh was committed to Colney Hatch Lunatic Asylum uh for for public masturbation. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, that's what photo they, that I just put up. So that's what they're talking about about, about this man became insane indulgence solitary vice. Like that's what they're talking about, right? Like it all fucking adds up, right? Um also we going back to the leather apron stuff. So we've got a Polish Jew who's harassing women in what what uh, prostitutes in Whitechapel, right? And who's who supposedly is has this hatred of women, and like trying to kidnap them and stuff. So they said that he's called leather apron because he's he has this 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 leather apron, and so for a long time. The media is is playing up this leather apron thing of Jack the Ripper, and to this day they still like theorize, oh, uh, because a piece of leather apron was all found at one of the murders. Um, so people have theorized, oh, maybe he was a butcher because he had an, an, anatomical knowledge and to carving up things and uh, had a leather apron. Right? Guess what uh, Aaron Kosminski's job was. He was, he was a barber. Well, that's pretty close, though. Because they were also <laughs> we dentists back the then. Todd shit, right? And they would have had a leather apron. Yeah. <laughs> to sharpen his uh, razor on. Right. So, there's a lot of water, you know, to hold to this. This Kaczynski was, was, the, was the main suspect thing, right? So where does like the where does Jack the Ripper come from, right? Well, the name Jack the Ripper comes from the series of the Ripper letters that are then sent to the press and to the police. And there's like numerous Ripper letters. And like too many to even talk about. Like there, there's, there's the main ones that people talk about, and it is like widely accepted by people who like look into the truth of Jack the Ripper stuff and don't just get caught up in the fucking, you know, uh, the basic bitch true crime version, right? Yeah, because hearing the name Jack the Ripper, you think the way he killed his victims was he left like these unclean cuts where like he was tearing the flesh. You know, that's what like comes to my mind not these letters i'll see if i could find the 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 main one where he signed it jack the ripper yeah here i got it um, i'll post it in the show link um so I, this is where the name jack the ripper comes from is one of these letters it's the one i just posted and 
the the handwriting on these is impeccable. Uh, it, it's look, the, there's been a lot of analysis of these letters, like probably frankly too much. It's been like the police at the time even said like the, no, the media fucking concocted these letters, right? Um, the the police accepted that they were forgery, and that. Later on, I forget the name, but like it's out there if people want to look into it. Like it's pretty kind of widely known who forged like the main first two that named Jack the Ripper and like what newspaper they were for. I don't have it off the top of my head, but it's out there. Um, but so that's the that's of the letter. So that's where this is where the name Jack the Ripper comes from is this series of like taunting letters that are being sent to the police. And all of these are are forgeries. Like all of these are hoaxes. All of these are from like different people. Like if you look at them, they none of them have the same handwriting, none of them have the same uh syntax. They're all different. It's it's just people fucking with the police. Yeah, it sounds pretty crying for attention. It's just a cry for attention or fuck the police. Which I mean, the English, their, their police at this time seem pretty fucking corrupt and shitty. So I mean, yeah. In this the case, they're pretty sure that these ones, these first two, the the two that are called the Dear Boss letter and the saucy jackie letter <laughs> are believed to be uh forgeries from a a uh, from a, a a journalist for for publicity in this newspaper that's talking about Wait, jack the ripper you mean to tell me a journalist lied i know oh, right I, that a journalist shocked. concocted information and, so, and it just so happened to benefit the Jewish community. Jeez, right? Man. I know, weird, what's right? Wow, which what's brings going on here. Th- that was a really good segue to my next topic, which is the third letter, which is the the one that a lot of people know because the from hell letter. Uh, and that one I also have a picture of. Uh, it's further up though. Uh, so the from hell letter is sent to to this this guy the i'll tell you the like the 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 mainstream narrative version first so the from hell letter is supposed to be sent from uh so there's this there's this group of concerned citizens <laughs> called the white chapel vigilant what is they call the uh uh, vigilante committee or something like that. Vigilance committee. No, uh, the Whitechapel Vigilance Committee, and uh, we'll get to them in a minute because they're they're kind of <laughs> they kind of echo a little bit. There's the from hell letter. A lot different style of handwriting. Yeah, it's clearly from a different person, right? And it it uh, specifically addresses Mister Lust. Uh, who so Mr. Lusk is George Lusk, and you can throw a picture if you want up of him too. Uh, quite a dapper fucking gentleman. Like it's interesting to see these people too, right? Like so, it's not just names because like you do get a sense of like, oh, this guy, you know, 
has money. Yeah. <laughs> and this guy's a poor. He looks like he's <laughs> like uh, Eric Fitzpatrick's like great ancestor. He's got that Holy shit. Him. He probably has a, a dartboard hanging awkwardly on his wall, too. <laughs> probably likes black women as well. So Lusk is the, the head of this Whitechapel Vigilance Committee who described themselves as a group of local volunteers who patrol the streets of London's White Chapel district um, because they, they, they assisting the police because they believe that the, uh, the Jack, the Rivers are affecting their businesses. And um, so the mainstream version of this is that the, the, the White Chapel vigilance committee are like fucking heroes in the press and i posted a picture of like a like a drawing of from the press at the time like this is fucking it's fucking great um because like the 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 like you look at the newspapers of the time they were fucking sensational it's it's just like where will the ripper strike next oh the police are are baffled oh George Lusk and his, his Whitechapel Vigilance Committee are on the case! And all that sort of fucking shit, right? And uh, if, if you get the picture, like, you'll see what I'm talking about. It has, like, an illustration of George Lusk receiving the From Hell letter. Uh, so the mainstream narrative is, is that he receives this letter, the From Hell letter, um, from yes, a man that's who's... picture of the Vigilance Committee. Oh no no oh that's that's one of them no 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 that's the Scotland Yard one the the vigilance committee is the one where they're like looking with the magnifying glasses and the little microscope <laughs> and it's a box containing a human kidney that one it's the one under it the one you posted all right I'm on it oh, you're good uh but so the Whitechapel vigilance committee is like heralded in the press and they uh, and like okay there's a lot of parallels to what's going on now right you think that a lot of this stuff is all new a lot of this stuff isn't new the fuck the police in the media shit was going on in 1888 and they they were criticizing the London police for not being able to solve these murders. And they were really, yeah, there you go. The, the, so they were really talking about this, uh, vigilance committee and how fucking great they were. Now they, they would case and find the true killer type shit. Right. Uh, I mind you, a lot of their members have, uh, Last names like uh, Aaron's and Cohen and Isaacs and Jacobs and Levy and yeah, um, so it, it a lot of people even in like the mainstream Ripperology, uh, kind of like they accept that this from hell letter is kind of a fabrication, right? Um. But I don't think a lot of people point the finger back at George Lusk and the Whitechapel Vigilance Committee as being 
the perpetrators of of some of this hoaxing it, like it's really clear when you kind of break it apart that it seems like the the they these concerned business owners in Whitechapel were kind of running interference for the media and they were the darlings of the media at the time while they were also kind of criticizing the police when when the police had a suspect but they couldn't they couldn't uh pin him, any charges on him because the one the one person who saw him wouldn't testify because he was a Jew. Um, there's also one other bit of evidence that sometimes gets overlooked in the Jack the Ripper narrative, and that is the Golston Street Graffito. So earlier when when I was reading the the thing about. Uh, Polish immigrants coming into Whitechapel and they mentioned Golston Street as being one of the, the places that that uh, Jewish immigrants frequented. Uh, so during the uh, during the, the, the actual Jack the Ripper murders, the one, one of the only bits of evidence that might have been left behind by the killer was uh let's see i want to be so after the murders of elizabeth stride and catherine eddowes uh on september 30th 1888 uh they the police found graffiti uh basically like right above the crime scene uh, that had been written on a wall where where somebody had written um, in in kind of broken English, uh, the Jews are the men that will not be blamed for nothing. Jews being spelled J U W E S. Uh, Almost looks so, like a French spelling or something, minus the X or something. Ah, uh, so a lot of people in the basic bitch true crime community go, ah, so he must have been some rough and tough Cockney then, right? Who? Oh yeah. The... No, he's a Polish immigrant who doesn't speak English as his first language, and it's broken fucking English. And what he's actually saying in that graffiti is you won't blame the Jews for this. Because there has been all of this fervor with the Israel Lipsky murder, the leather apron scare, the John Peaser thing. You have all of these Polish Jews being taken in for all of these crimes in Whitechapel. And the graffiti left by possibly the killer in this case basically says you're them. not. Yes, yeah, taunting them, saying you're not blame the Jews for this. Yeah, you you won't stop the blood libel, goy. <laughs> and so but the queen owes us money, goy. You can't so stop this. What do you think happens to this? Uh, this uh, the, this this might be one of the only evidence. Jack the Ripper. They, re surely they remove. They, they remove the graffiti. Surely right? they should photograph it, right? <laughs> no, it was decided by 
Sir Charles Warren, the the head guy of the London police, right, came on scene and decided that it was to be erased and destroyed immediately. <laughs> that was like that terrorist training compound that was destroyed in New Mexico a few years ago. <laughs> and he even wrote at the time, he said... Taking into consideration the excited state of the population in London at the time, the strong feeling which had been excited against the Jews, I considered it desirable to obliterate the writing at once. If that writing had been left, there would have been an onslaught upon the Jews. Property would have been wrecked and lives would probably have been lost. So he, he, he destroyed the evidence specifically because he didn't want there to be blowback against Jews. Every single time, right? Yeah, it's... And, and then... It's, it's, sir, like, it's sir... almost not even satisfying to blame them anymore, you know what I mean, though? It's just like, Jesus Christ, can you guys, like, just not be shit for, like, a year and then sir charles warren <laughs> resigns promptly after this so who took over after him this in jack the ripper <laughs> Dude, just it's like big yeet big yeet energy man they just they pull this shit all the time and they get away with it because everyone's scared of them or they're afraid that it'll affect their money supply. It's like what this always is. God. Well, I mean, they pretty much told Kanye he, uh, he's got to pull his money out of his bank. Oh, yeah, it's funny. Kanye West talks shit about like George Bush, all these other people. Doesn't matter, right? Never shut down, never affects his money supply too much. Talks about, you know, God's chosen fucking inbred fucking banking community and then all of a sudden bam actually gets real life consequences oh and i also want to um i also want to say one thing just for the record in case anybody watches this and wants to wag their finger at my evidence um there is this dispute uh because of recent dna evidence that has tied aaron kosminski to being the the murder now uh i think all of that dna evidence is bullshit um so i wouldn't it be I, corrupted it, after all these years though oh you no know, it's like it, it doesn't take much to figure out that like the, the 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 uh research that they did it under was like not fucking you know the most scientific conditions and that the shawl like that they tested like might not have even belonged to Catherineettos. Yeah. It's, it's very dubious and that's why I didn't include it in my, my, uh, my, my evidence. And I, I don't believe that it is fucking real either. kind of like that old stuff where they're like does he float on water yeah like the no fact he's not made of pull, wood the fact they even try to pull the dna evidence it's just like bro get the fuck out of here everyone knows that'd be fucking ruined by now 
it, 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 to me, like, it's if you look at the Jack the Ripper stuff just at a very base level and you just look at, okay, what did, what did people in the police department who were investigating this, what did they say about it? Okay, how was the press treating at the time? At the time, what was this? What was the condition in the environment and the culture of East End London at the time? Right. It doesn't take much before you you start putting together like, oh, immigrants, right? And and like, it also doesn't take a lot to start kind of figuring out like even then they didn't want to publicize. Hey guys, like there's immigrants like fucking killing people. Come <laughs> like, on, like, like downplay it, you know? <laughs> like like they didn't like that and that's why that has never been the angle. That is why to this fucking day Jack the Ripper in your mind Allegedly. is is a is a is a dapper English gentleman in a top hat. He's not some Eastern European Polish immigrant. <laughs> the fact yeah, that, like, like yeah, yeah, and, 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 being Polish wasn't bad enough. It's like he's Jewish and Polish. Like, oof. <laughs> well, he was probably like, he was the main suspect for at least like two of the murders. But we don't even know, like, if he was responsible. I personally don't think that Jack the Ripper one ever existed and that he was a serial killer. I think what happened is, is you just had a lot of fucking immigrants in London's lower East end. And there was just a lot of fucking prostitutes too. And so it was fucking season. <laughs> I'm surprised anybody missed a bunch Kinda. of, you know, missing prostitutes, you know, it's like, I'll, well, funny you say that. There's a there's a, a, a about I think a year later after they found a like a torso of a prostitute washed up in like a river like nearby oh, and like shit. that's that's counted as like a possible river murder. But like it's more fanciful to like oh like wouldn't it be awesome if like he was some charismatic gentleman who was like by night murdering prostitutes but by day he was a elegant doctor yeah, or maybe yeah, it's, he was it's, in it's, the royal like family hook-nosed, he's some fucking hook nosed shrew looking motherfucker who's just all like dirty oh, but and by, so by evening he's carousing with prostitutes and he's bringing them to his bedchamber oh and like just like today, it's it, it back then. It's making these true crime bitches wet thinking about this shit. It's like this Patrick just like, Bateman. Just the like past. these fucking bitches that are that, yeah. are that are flicking their bean to Dahmer right Cringe. now. Yeah, like, they, yeah, like, Cringe. They know Jeffrey Dahmer's a, a fucking fay. Like they ignore that he's Cringe. a fay person, you know. Like, dude, like Jeffrey Dahmer is uh, not interested in you, ladies. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, and it, like they, I saw like Jack posting about him. Cringe. Jack the Ripper has always been a concoction to to uh, um, to uh, allure to like those type of fucking true crime fucking basic bitches, right? Because the truth of it is just a lot more simple than that. It's just wow, you had a lot of fucking people from a different culture who didn't. You know, fit in coming yeah, in. Like, TPA, TLDR, TLDR. 
Polacks and Jews did Polak and Jew also, things. And also, they're coming in, uh, like, to an area where uh, the, the people who are also of their same nationality uh, carry a lot of weight and influence. And uh, they don't they don't like, uh, you, you know, they, they don't like the, their, their own kind. Kind of, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> So let's I mean, just talk about like people saying H.H. H. Holmes could have been a suspect. Or, oh, Jesus Christ, yeah. Or that yeah, painter. Yeah, that, that was or, retarded. That was funny, but retarded. Or that true crime lesbian that, that, that was wanted to say it was that painter. And, oh, and like oh, he, God. because that, that's the kind of like of shit that like they, because yeah that's the kind of shit artist. that's the kind of shit that I'm talking about is like that's the kind of shit oh, that keeps there from artist. like being any like re Jack because it's all a bunch of middle fucking bitches going yeah. oh my God wouldn't it be awesome like this painter and he hid like yeah, to the murders like, like, paintings like, it's all slap yeah yeah he's, he's, he's like, like shits and men go like their Cock. Yeah. It's like Vincent Van Gogh. Yeah, somebody, instead of cutting his ear off, he was cutting prostitutes in half. You know. Was, uh... Yeah. If only. Doing God's work. To be honest. There was there's even recent talk that they think Jack the Ripper could have been a whammon. You know, it was like, oh, it would have oh, been Janet God. the Ripper. And I'm like, I don't fucking buy that at all. God, dude. No, yeah, I'm not me neither. It. Allegedly. I mean, like, it, it's literally an Occam's Razor situation, right? Where it's like, hmm, you have a whole bunch of other murders committed by Polish immigrants, like, it, within a year of these other murdered prostitutes who also might have been murdered by Polish immigrants. Gee. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> With the quotation fingers. I know we still have to say allegedly, even though it happened like over <laughs> years ago. <laughs> you can get served today by the descendants. Or allegedly. Something. You know, I mean, happened to a certain yeah, water filter just, uh, salesman who said some things that people didn't like, and he got just like, a billion uh, yeah, dollars. It's like, yeah, it's like Leo Frank, but like if you, like, you know, it's like oh, their like, original Leo Frank. Exactly. Jack the Ripper was kind of a proto Leo Frank. Want to look at it yeah. that way? I still can't believe they. I still think it's hilarious that like they tried to like allegedly they tried to frame that for black guy. They just weren't buying it. The allegedly, I mean, that, we, that's we don't like, need to get into that. That's like I think what was go like. I don't think there was a mass conspiracy like with the Jack the Ripper stuff, right? Like from on yeah. high, like from television kind of shit. Like I, it was more just like. Look, Pops being you, afraid you, of the consequences. Well, and also like the 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 rich Jewish business owners in the area going, we've got a vested interest in like staying put in this area. So like we would we would rather you don't stoke anti-Semitic sentiment. So if there's a crazy Jew who's going around murdering women, we would prefer that you just make up a fanciful story saying anything about it. <laughs> I mean, I think that's as simple. It's as simple as that, really. I wonder how many times that's happened. Oh, probably countless. I think the Jack the Ripper thing, though, 
the fact that it exists to this day is kind of testament to that there is a there has to be a conspiracy afoot because they need you to believe in the image that they have crafted because just like then they need you to think that Jack the Ripper is anybody but a Polish Jewish immigrant. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfectly timed. Oh man. Well, that's that's about all I got, but <laughs> well. I just I blame the nation of Poland for this. Uh, just, <laughs> I, I, I blame, blame Poland the nation of Ukraine for everything going on now. Certain countries just shouldn't exist and should be annexed by bigger, more important empires. And, uh, yeah, this is James Campisi brings up a really good point uh, that I want to address. Old lore is fun because other people try to destroy that narrative way before we are around. See, that's why I'm into that that's shit. Fucking because it's right because it's like. Look, you stumble upon something where you're like, look, this is way more simple than people are giving this credit for. And if people don't like look at it in this way, then people are just going to fucking forget and that it's and it's all going to be lost. You see all the time they suck cock. They suck cock. They do. So he, he was so right. True. They do it. He was right. Mm-hmm. Tori's always right. They actually bite cock too. They bite Tori's bean a cock. man of truth. Actually, yeah, the group we were talking about today. You know, as much as I appreciate your analysis of this, I just feel like the Irish are being under scrutinized here. <laughs> that listen, was seriously because like it's both the Irish. But listen, we kill prostitutes because they're prostitutes, you know, not because we're using their blood in rituals. No, not because they're Different. women. Well, that we just punch women. We don't kill them. Oh, you're four eleven saying traditional. Yes. Whitechapel yes, did. Whitechapel did have a lot of Irish, but the the Jack the Ripper murders all specifically took place on streets that were all occupied by ding ding by, by the Goldbergs and right. Greenblatts. It's better traditional. <laughs> Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, the Irish were there first. Who's to say there wasn't some turfing going on and they were, you know, fucking up the others? I mean, don't get me wrong. They were too busy at home beating their wives. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, they're too busy. It's going to be pretty fucking funny. Sounds like something Ben Shapiro would talk about. I don't know. But oh, what, oh, yeah. they were hurting the poor capitalist Jewish girls. I, I mean, I have this this kind of like kind of like a theory that that's why certain narratives exist to this day, because they need you to believe the the erased, the non erased version, if that if that tracks like there's a reason like we were talking, I think we were talking about this last night, the Titanic, right? Like there's, there's something there because they want you to know about the goddamn Titanic. Yeah, yeah. All, all, <laughs> all, all these anti-federal reserve people just so happen to be on the boat that fucking right. goes down. But it's they like, make, geez. they keep, but they keep making movies about it. They, they keep romanticizing yeah. it. And they change, they, and they change the story and make it like, 
very yes. unrelated to like what actually happened. Right. And... Like there's something that they're trying to keep from you because they keep telling you this story, but the they keep telling you society wrong. depends on this story being believed. But they don't do that with other disasters. Like they don't do that with the Hindenburg. Yeah, do you know? Nobody gives a shit about that, right? Because there's no narrative trying to it, like it was like arguably worse but yeah there's like no history to change there you know like when the Wait, bang, shut it like, down shoddily const- yeah it's yes exactly it's shoddily constructed. i want to watch the the hindenburg yeah is that the hindenburg uh, in the rocketeer yeah it, i think is so this like a look-alike think it was uh, yes we uh, we we do we did know that the titanic had a sister ship we were talking about that theory last, last night. night we'll have to do an episode in the future about it on the how was it the 111th I'm, anniversary possibly i'm like mixed on that theory i think we, we were kind of talking about that last night like there's like there it 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 makes sense like there's aspects of it that makes sense but there, there's a lot of yeah. like yeah, I, I think yeah, it was just but like, where's I your evidence? Kind of stuff. I think it was, I think it was construction. But to be honest, though, those guys that were on the Titanic definitely would have got assassinated by the, when they made it to America anyway, <laughs> just it's, for being anti-federal reserve. It's something but, weird, and also the 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 book that uh, was written like about the the ship called the Titan that was the largest at the time, and it sank on its maiden voyage and was published like. It's like they do because they do the predictive programming doing stuff. It for a long well, here's the thing: thing is like, I don't know. Like, I can imagine that, like, if, if they possibly knew who was going to be on that maiden voyage while building, like, I can imagine the tickets might have been sold that early on. You know what I mean? So it's like you know they might have still been working on that part of the boat when the tickets were sold. It's like oh, all these opposition, like to our position, are going to be on this boat. Well, if we just don't reinforce the hole the way it's supposed to be, and we set it through like a no, like a basically known to be dangerous part of the ocean, you know, things can happen. <laughs> I just don't get why the captain would stay on on the boat and go down with it. Well, it's like yeah, there's some, there's some, but also like there's some weird kind of maybe like, they pay like triple as beneficiaries if he dies on the job but i don't know if Colonel i mean Cruz people like that. we're talking about cover-ups of the titanic back then at the time too and and like just like the jack the ripper thing it's like people you know like it's just there wasn't a fucking info wars back then so like you know like campisi was saying it's like people forget shit because like it wasn't written down you Very know true it's like the what people actually thought was going on. You know? And like, <clears throat> like we were talking about earlier, like nobody trusted the fucking police. <laughs> Still don't. <laughs> or, that's like a blood memory very thing. Incompetent. They were to be very corrupt and incompetent in that period of time. Mm-hmm. Just like, I mean, well, I know what was it? Uh, it's a it's a thing with the cops that if your IQ is too high, uh, you can't be a cop. Yeah, I saw yeah, the yeah. stats on they that. Like, there's certain jobs in the military where they want you to be. Yeah, there's certain jobs in the military that they want you to be lower IQ too. I mean, not trying to shit on the Marines, right? But I heard that like, yeah, like if you're in the Marines, like the if you're gonna be like a grunt, they usually don't want you being like 
particularly intelligent. Yeah, you know, I heard, I heard about the Marines' new uh, advertisement. It doesn't have any straight white men in it. I thought that was very interesting. It's a lot well, different the from the old going. one where the guy's slaying yeah. the dragon and shit. You know, that was that shit was wild back in the 90s. Job well, 411 everyone... says... Uh, sorry, Go ahead, finish. Oh, I was going to say, the way the military is going, if everything keeps going their way, we're going to have to make straight white men a protected class. Because how the hell are we going to reproduce? Uh, uh, Jaw 411 said, even with the internet, people forget shit that happened even just a few months ago. That's true. Like, I, yeah. it happens all the time with me, too. I see shit, and I'm like, oh, god damn, that was a thing, huh? That did happen, huh? It's like yeah, time on the, the internet. It's like a the, whole that's, different that's the rate is time in the real world too. Yeah, that's the point of information overload, though. Like they want like a sensory and information overload, so you don't remember shit. Well, and you also like, they don't want like, you to remember you just how matters. like how like bizarre it all is when you like really destructed. Yeah. It's like it like case in point that fucking Nashville bomber thing that happened on Christmas like last year or the year before. Like that fucking thing was all fucking glowy and weird oh and yeah shit. and then, he, then like they he warns people he was gonna blow up that at t server uh i made a t-shirt design for that too that yeah, was... kill them before. You yeah. Just kill them before school shootings school are a shooting. late-term abortion like, like that like yeah lower the, the don't where was it in new mexico that you were talking about earlier demolish the school yeah it was a it was a terrorist training ground these people were were uh squatting on somebody's property out like in near taos and they found out like these uh people connected to the orchestrator of the world trade center bombing not like the original one in the 90s not like the the planes hitting was involved with this guy that was creating the school i guess he was training these uh somalis to be like school shooters but like instead of like doing this case on it they like had the feds like bulldoze this site like yeah. all the evidence went, oh this is this, these are our guys <laughs> and then it's memory hold and no one thinks about it now yeah yeah but, uh, well, you, so much are you done are you done with your presentation uh you asking me yeah Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I've exhausted all my. Info. <laughs> okay, I, so I, I think I... <laughs> we're gonna I think we're gonna call it a show since we're out of material to talk about. Uh, we've been thinking about doing a live question and question and answer session, so I don't think we'll make like a face of like a face reveal, but we might have some mask on and shit and like answer the audience for about an hour. I don't know when we'll do that, but that's something in the works. Uh, we have our second Halloween episode. We're, we're brewing that up, and we're going to do something like a little bit different, a little bit spicier, but it, it is going to be spooky, and uh, hopefully our guests can get on. She is a boomer, but she has cool stuff to say, so if she can't use Discord, I think Van has a roundabout way where she can he can do some audio magic where she can talk through Van to us, so we'll try that out. Hopefully he shows up, because we won't be able to do that next show without him. Uh, you guys are unironically making me want to fucking hang myself. But, but our next show will be on Saturday or normal night. We had to do a Friday night show tonight because Spirit probably wouldn't want to do two shows back to back tomorrow. Oh, so, no, thank so you. So catch his show at what time tomorrow? Uh, we come on not, not 9 Eastern. 
Tiny Eastern. <laughs> the Lowberry. Check it out if you're not already subscribed. Yeah, how many how many subscriptions? We just broke 600 today, so we're trying to catch up. I think we're at 730 something. I mean, I I like I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a long road to a thousand, but I feel like if you get monetized, then you're going to be under even greater scrutiny under YouTube. That's the thing. I don't want. I I'm not going to apply for monetization there. I've, I've already I've that. already cloned the channel to Rumble. I mean, every every episode I do gets claimed by some little fucking thing anyway. So it's like, why bother anyway? Sounds yeah, like and then I'm waiting for Gab to go live. We should not say monetization. That's just not worth it. And, and for like the the shit that went on with the PayPal this week, a lot of people are closing their accounts for that. Gab is making their alternative to PayPal. So if anybody likes Gab, you know that might be a thing oh, to do. Oh. Uh, I, and I should tell people who uh, who do listen where you're gonna want to you're gonna want to show up tomorrow because uh, we we got some Willie news like Willie pray for Willie pray for hashtag pray for Willie guys Let's like, get that trending. I want, yeah hashtag pray for Willie uh yeah we'll we'll no, see on what's going on tomorrow. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if we'll do any movies tomorrow or not. It's uh, I've been pretty busy the past. I don't know what weeks. if we're gonna do. Mo- I I want to do movies because it's October, but we got pop for that poop monster thing, so I got to find one that's not poop gonna. Monster. So, so so the best thing to do for movies is this is what Virgie told me is you set up a Twitch account and stream movies on Twitch, because Amazon Prime runs Twitch and they won't pop you for movies unless there's nudity. I, I just find copyright free ones, but we we got we the one that was like a newer one, it was new enough that it had copyright on it. That that one. Uh, we might... But we turned it up. Like we came back. Like like the episode was down for a couple days, and like we got shit views on that episode. Oh, okay. We, we might like... do a ho- Bollywood movie tomorrow. We do we do been we've been doing oh, some Bollywood be movies. We've been doing kung fu movies, action movies, B movies. Is Willie yelling in a hospital? Well, uh, tune into the- tomorrow and find out. <laughs> okay, I, th- I think that's I think that's a wrap, and I'm gonna go ahead and play us out. Yep. I do want to see that one uh, Bollywood movie. You have just been radiated by another expedition into the paranormal room of the Atomic Shaman Sweat Lodge. Remember to trust no one and question everything. We hope you enjoy your stay at our motel and RV park. Broadcasting from Los Angeles to Chicago along Route 66, we here at KNB and are signing off. <laughs>